0: At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.
1: Welcome to World Cafe. Hey, I'm Kaleo. Trey Burt's latest album, Traffic Fiction, is a loving tribute to his late grandfather, Tommy Burt. Inspired by the sounds of the music they drive around and listen to, it's a swing into the music of Motown, a departure for the singer-songwriter from Sacramento. Now, Burt wrote most of traffic fiction from the wilderness of Alberta, Canada. Working by himself in the middle of nowhere, armed with nothing but a blank notebook, we'll find out how he generated ideas with a Zen approach. Plus, he'll talk about the special relationship he had with the man he calls Pops. Let's get into our session with a performance from the stage of World Cafe Live in Philadelphia. Here's Trey Burt, Traffic Fiction. Recorded live at World Cafe. From the stage, it's Trey Burt with Traffic Fiction. It's the title track to his third album that is available now. Joining me to talk about it is, appropriately, Mm -hmm. Trey Burt. I'm Kaleo, this is World Cafe. It's nice to meet man. Welcome back. Yo, man, it's good to be back. Nice to meet you. The very beginnings of Traffic Fiction, I I read the story and it felt like uh, being a kid called into the principal's office. Your record label, oh boy, (laughs) called you and said, hey, so, What's going on with this third album? Do you have any ideas? And what what did you tell them?
2: I was like, um Yeah, I got I got a I got a poem, like half a poem, but I really don't have any songs, sorry guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so you are not a writing on tour writing on the road, constantly collecting songs kind of guy?
2: No, I used to be. Mm-hmm. I think um you know, everybody goes through phases and definitely in, in younger years, um, before the record label, before I was touring in a quote, quote, professional setting, mm-hmm. I, was, um, I was creating a backlog of songs that I could have um, to play. And But that was a priority then to, you know, to build a repertoire. And now that I have a repertoire to lean on, um, I kind of just wait until somebody asks me to write a song and then I'll write a song. Yeah. Well, what was the poem about? the poem was inspired by, uh, this lazy traffic that was happening on the 80 in, in on my way to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was like maybe 10 cars on the 80 and that was about it. But they were blocking us, me and my tour manager who were late for a gig from going anywhere. Um, and I just blurted out loud, what's with all this traffic fiction? And I liked the way it Sounded and and felt in my lips and tongue and it perfectly described this
1: um, this completely um, Unneeded traffic Someone in the left lane, huh? Just just pacing with the The right road. It's like they were all orchestrating Against us. It It was bizarre. So with an idea like that How do you follow that thread? follow those breadcrumbs to sort of the larger idea that Mm -hmm. that became the album. Well, I thought, you know, that's a pretty good metaphor for um, society.
2: You know, nobody really likes being passed up or um, uh, people sometimes get offended if uh, you uh, circumvent them and pass over, which I think is an insane human quality. Um, And uh, I think we can do with a little bit of less of that in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, I guess one of the strands of traffic fiction is about this uh, the humanity of, of um,
1: um, feeling and, and letting people pass. Makes sense. We're talking with Trey Burt here on World Cafe. The new album is traffic fiction. You know, we're in Philadelphia right now. Mm-hmm. And I learned that your grandfather, uh, Tommy, who is one of the other important threads of this album yeah. lived here. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, he met my grandmother here. Wow. Yeah, they lived here for for a long time. Well, I know he's an important part of the record. Can you tell us just who was he as a person? Mm-hmm. Tommy Burt, man, he was
2: he was my father figure, and he instilled not only my love for soul music as a young kid, but um, also the you know the morals that I chose to adopt as my own, and the humor, um, this this levity with life. You know, he, he never really let anything phase uh, uh, him. And he, when it did, he kind of just took it with this kind of humor. And um, yeah, I, I try and, and inhabit that every day.
1: Yeah. I think, did he live across the street from your mom's house when you were growing Yeah. Up? So like, was it, was that like escape, like from the house, I'm gonna go hang with, with pops? Yo, like I,
2: when I would get in trouble, I would just grab the landline Ring, ring the phone, be like in tears, being like I'm coming over, and pack my Disney VHS tapes in a pillowcase and and head over there, and that that place was my sanctuary. Yeah,
1: and it sounds like soul music, Motown stuff like that, and mm-hmm. that was that was part of that sanctuary.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I used to work at this plant nursery with him mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I think I was about seven years old, and those drives to and from um sacramento plant nursery um we just bump old town soul um stacks record type things and and uh, you know in a cadillac so when you pair those two things together something happens to you and as a kid i didn't know what it was but i was just like hypnotized and just made me feel good and yeah it's a whole way of life
1: About hearing that ever, <laughs> Papa was a Rolling Stone. Temptations here on World Cafe. We're hanging out with Trey Burt. He is my guest. The new album is called Traffic Fiction. There are a few um, vignettes on the album we get to hear. Your grandfather on the, on the record, and yeah. one of the ones that uh, I think it's probably the last one. It talks about B and B maintenance. Mm-hmm. Bert and Bert, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Was what was. Was that the nursery or did he, what did he do by trade? So um,
2: after my pops um, retired from the military, he started his own janitorial business called B&B Maintenance. And he'd um, you know go work at air bases and things like that. And through it, he employed all our family from the South, from Philly. In the summertime, they'd come over to California and work for my pops. My um, uh, bio father also worked for him and everybody in my family worked for B&B Maintenance. Wow. So um, yeah, I mean, B&B maintenance is kind of what allowed us to live the way we we did, which was you know
1: pretty comfortable suburban life. So, I th- is it fair to say the record is a sonic homage for sure from the influence of your grandfather?
2: Absolutely. This this record wouldn't exist if Tommy Burt uh, never existed.
1: Yeah. Were there any lyrical? ideas that, that made its way into traffic fiction that came from that as well?
2: Mm, that's a good question. No, but I will say his sense of humor definitely made it in, uh, you know, the, the songs though, sometimes it deals with dark content. It's got this sort of, um, blasé
1: humor to it, which I definitely attribute to my pops. Yeah. Your pops passed away last year. He had been dealing with dementia. Um, Did he have a chance to hear some of these songs? Because I know you obviously recorded these conversations with him. Did you get a chance to say like, this? you helped me make (laughs) this? I I wish I did, but he did hear the demo version of Traffic Fiction. Awesome. And he loved it. He requested to hear it uh, a lot. Awesome. Yeah, We're talking with Trey Burt. It's World Cafe. The new album is Traffic Fiction. Um, Switching gears. Is it cool if we talk about Santiago for a moment? Hell yeah. Okay. Because, dude, this could be a bummer of a song. <laughs> you know, this could be a long walk in a minor chord <laughs> to a depressing place like reminiscing over, you know, a relationship that ended mm-hmm. too soon. But I think what makes it so interesting is the contrast of the music. Mm-hmm. The music gives it I don't want to say a levity, but it it feels more like joyful reminiscing because of the sonics that I'm hearing. Yeah was that intentional? Because this, I think this could be, you know, bummer of a love song, uh-huh. but it's got this like almost positive energy to it.
2: Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. Um, that was definitely the intention. I mean, I think I was going through such a low and dark time having my pops, uh, wither away that, um, I did want to talk about how, what was going on internally and make, make songs on this record for, you know, um, that people can relate to, but I wanted to kind of do this sneak attack where I, cru- I juxtaposed what I was talking about with a happier sort of sonic background. So you, you, you get your foot tapping and your shoulders and your hips moving, um, but you're not really thinking about how sad the lyrics are. And I wanted
1: people to be able to move their body to this record. A little bit of a misdirect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's take a listen to it right now, recorded live, stage of World Cafe. It's Trey Burt with Santiago. live on World Cafe. It's Trey Burt with Santiago. Trey's new album, Traffic Fiction, is available now. He's my guest on World Cafe. Uh, You went to Canada Mm -hmm. twice (laughs) to write this album. And the second time you went for like a nine day, I don't know if you call it a sabbatical, retreat, whatever. Mm -hmm. But first question is, where in Canada were you like in the wilderness in a cabin? Were you in a, a condo in Vancouver? <laughs> nah, man, I was like out in the sticks in Alberta.
0: What?
2: Uh-huh. On uh on this lake called, I think it's pronounced Rido, Rido R I D E A U. And um, yeah, it was in the sticks, man. I, I did that to just remove myself from any temptation of um distractions or anything like that. Yeah.
1: So I admire people who can, can do that because not only do you cut yourself off from distractions, but you also in some ways kind of cut yourself off from inspiration because there's no, Mm. there's not a lot to pick up on unless it's like nature being inspiring. So Mm. like, do you go out there with journals and sketches in your head or do you go out there clean nothing Mm. and start? from scratch.
2: Yeah, there's there's nothing that like, n- there's just no ideas that I hadn't like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go um, in this cabin and flush these ideas out. But I knew, I felt that I had a lot of internal dialogue going on. Mm-hmm. And as a songwriter, I think a lot of songwriters feel this, but there's this boiling point where um, like a kettle where the you feel like uh, the water's finally boiling and okay, it's time to make some tea. So I felt that mm-hmm. sensation. And that was, that was enough to draw on.
1: Yeah, That's a pretty big leap of faith to be out there for 10 days. You better, definitely. you, you got to have some boiling water to, to pour over, right?
2: You got to get in the Zen mode where you're like, you can't uh, really get down on yourself if there's not ideas coming out because you are taking this huge gamble going out there in the middle of nowhere with no ideas. So if an idea fails to come to you in a moment, um, the best thing you can do is just get into this Buddhist mindset of, um, embracing the silence,
1: yeah. And you rented a bunch of uh, equipment, instruments, and stuff. So you were like having, I guessing, like a lot of different like ways to get those songs out. Yeah, yeah. Which is something I've never done
2: before. Um, I'm, you know, historically I'm a, a just a, a folk singer with an acoustic guitar and a legal pad. Um, but this time I did bring a bunch of instruments. I got a bass guitar, electric guitar, keyboard, a clarinet. And traffic fiction actually started as a bassline. I just liked the groove, and then I wrote the guitar part to that, and that was way different for me um that that got my mind thinking about songs in a different way and And from there, I just uh embraced that the songs can come from anywhere. it could come from you know you dropping your keys on the floor and it just making this percussive sound in a way
1: as long as you're listening there there's you know anything's there, yeah. We're hanging out with Trey Burt on World Cafe. The new album is called Traffic Fiction. It is available now. I love this opening line. I do what I want when I'm paying the rent. <laughs> and I never feel better than when that rent <laughs> check went out and I'm like, all right, I'm good for yeah. the next 30 days. Uh-huh. Tell me a little bit about Kids in the Yard. Yeah, that that I
2: think that was the last song I wrote for the record. Um, we were already tracking the record at Bomb Shelter. And I felt like... It was the album was missing some puzzle piece that would really complete the mood of the record and um kids in the yard is um kind of about the the idea of the world we're going to leave behind for future generations um you know uh it's in the first verse it's it says the kids in the yard discover the sky um um I'm running from love, I'm passing them by. And that can come, you know, it could be interpreted as someone who's jaded by the world, who thinks that, um, you know, maybe hope is uh, few and far in between. But then you have the juxtaposition with these starry eyed kids discovering the world for the first time. And then it has this refrain in the last verse where uh, it says the kids in the yard are digging the dirt. I'm wishing them well for whatever it's worth. Um, which is kind of, you know, you pass the baton and you're not sure how their life is gonna end up or how the world's gonna be when they come of age, but you do do this sort of salute to them and wish them the best.
1: Do you feel like the, day, the days of being a kid in the yard, that you've, you've crossed over that threshold? Because mm-hmm. we all long for that innocence, right? Yeah. A little bit of like idealism and feeling like anything's possible. Yeah. Have, have you crossed the jaded threshold? Well, that's it, you know, like um,
2: it's a constant meditation on trying to return to that feeling.
1: Yeah. Uh, especially
2: when you're writing music, you know, they, they, it's an emphasis on playing music. You're supposed to play. And um, to do that, you, ha- you do have to
1: inhabit that childlike spirit. What brings you back so that you, you don't lose the, the joy and the love of playing? I, I think
2: it's accepting the feeling of joy Um, I think that, you know, maybe in today's society, there's such an emphasis to, um, you know, be a man, be a professional, be an adult, but, um, and maybe joy isn't encouraged as much. Um, It's not prioritized in your occupation, things that you should be doing with your life. Um, It should be very practical and should earn money. But um, I think what we're, we're, we're misunderstood is that joy is um what gets anybody anywhere you have to enjoy um whatever you're doing to to be believable to be respected to
1: be understood it does have to be a level of joy
0: yeah
1: let's take a listen to it it's kids in the yard it's trey burt here on world cafe Recorded live at World Cafe, it's Kids in the Yard from my guest, Trey Burt. The new album, Traffic Fiction, is available now. Trey, it was a pleasure to meet. Congrats on the record. So good to talk to you, man. Thank you. Hey, man, come back again soon, all right? I hope so. All right. We're back in a moment with more World Cafe. At Planet Money, we take you to the furthest reaches of the global economy. From the currency black markets of Buenos Aires to the Caribbean island where no one owns property to the giant underground caves where the U.S. government stored a national cheese supply.
0: Cheese cave!
1: Listen to the Planet Money podcast from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com.